On this episode, we enter March Madness. Give me that green light. Give me the green light. Give me just one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go. Welcome, everybody, to episode 52 of the Greenlight Podcast. We have been on somewhat of a hiatus. Our full-time jobs have been kicking our ass, so apologize for the delay, but we're back. Oh, yeah. E for Asian POC. It is March. Uh, we've already had... I've had a hell of a week you slash have. weekend. Um, we're. I'll, I'll get my two cents in. I mean, in. I had a hell of a week the week before. Before. So, like, we're now... Yeah, you We're, go. like, kind of... No, we're, like, kind of even... Well, I got it on your guys. Mm-hmm. I got... First Virginia win I'd seen uh, in person over Duke since 07. Yeah. Um, also got the follow and the retweet on Twitter from my guy Sean Singletary, childhood Which hero. Which is, I know, Which I remember you texting me. It's like, it's you're everything. JJ Reddick. Um, and yeah. then Paul, first time in Cameron. No, third, I've been oh, to Cameron. I've seen a game Duke UNC. by Duke UNC is its own beast. And then even before that, got to see Billy O and NC State versus pack, Wake. Baby. Um, put PNC, them in the tournament. Yeah, put no. They got they're riding. They are living that bubble. It is kind of scary because CBS has them out. ESPN has them in. I think they got to beat Pitt. They got to. They play Pitt, correct? The they'll winner play of this game. Pitt, yeah, so they, Pitt just beat Wake Pitt. Forest. We're watching that live. Obviously, um, they're gonna. They should beat Pitt. I think they beat them both times. They should. Honestly. But um, either way, last week times. was awesome. Got to see NC State on Friday, and then of course the Mecca, Duke Carolina. Cameron was uh, lived up to the hype. Four, they beat him by four at home. Boom. And did they play him the second time? I think they only played him once. All right, so there you go. Uh, not either way, long, not too long ago, unless yeah. they played him earlier in the season. Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, they beat him at once at home, um, February 29th. So they, you yeah. know, they felt confident. They they looked pretty good. You know, Wake obviously is gonna. I I would assume is going to go through some changes here this offseason if yeah. not it'll be next year but um i mean we'll get into I this when we Manning, get the coaching part but yeah. there's no re- there's like there's really nothing there's nothing coming in that's crazy good there's really nothing to look forward to well, they, so they'll finish 13 and 18 on the season uh they were 6 and 14 in conference um i mean pretty me- 99th in ken palm overall you go back to like Last year they were eleven and twenty. The year before that, eleven and twenty. His best year he had nineteen. The year before that, they were wins, nineteen and fourteen, yeah. and they Which gave him what? Seventeen like with John Collins. They gave him they probably oh, like t- probably like the most deal. like ironclad contract in college basketball, where every single penny is guaranteed. And it's shout insane. to his agent to yes. Danny Mannings because that's all. Even I mean. Calipari. I mean, I Nobody don't know what his deal. No, everything being fully guaranteed. And ironically, I think I mean, you've heard this. Um, the number one candidate. Who 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 would you say was is the number one candidate? Family aside, uh, okay, who would like? So not him. Outside, uh, yeah. I was okay. I, uh, I led you opposite way into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who would you like? Who would be ideal for Wake Forest? I don't know, man. Can you? I, I don't I mean, know. You I put think, me on the spot. I, did, I put you on the spot. I mean, because I had the guy. I, everyone's kind of saying the same guy. It's, okay, it's gonna be West. It okay. has to be West Miller. All right. And so for those that I, don't know, so West Miller's the coach at UNC Greensboro. Even family aside, I think he is one of the most qualified for that job because he's killed it. He played. He was a player at UNC. Yeah. 
He's got a background. He's, he's done a really killed good at job. UNC. He was the youngest, I think, Division One head coach when he got For, bumped up. Yeah, yeah. at the time, uh, he's killed at UNC Greensboro. And it just so happens, his dad is one of the largest Wake boosters. Forest athletic boosters. Yeah. Um, their old practice facility is literally named the uh, um, the Miller it's Center, or whatever Miller's it is. Center. Yeah. And so, if there's anyone that can buy out Danny Manning, just happens to have a son that's a premier college basketball up and coming coach. I mean, it go. seems like it's natural. Yeah, fit. no, I mean, it's just if Wake is willing to like make a move now, or they hold out another year. How much I mean, money you got? You got to oh, you got to rip yeah. the bandaid off at some point. Well, let's stick let's stick in the ACC. We'll go through um, some of the, the conference standards. regular season winners. Uh, ACC came down to Florida State, and uh, you know Leonard Hamilton got Coach of the Year. We were talking before we started recording that I thought it should have been Tony Bennett, um, just because of everything that they lost. You know, Ian said Florida State lost a lot too, which I agree with. But I don't know, man. I mean, you know, going into this year, we thought Virginia was going to be bubble at best, probably NIT. I, you know, I know they were ranked coming in, but that was we. I remember talking like episode one, like this is what happens when you win. You get one of these favorable rankings. Yeah, I didn't think they were that good, but here we my, are. Yeah, and my stance was like, so Florida State they lost a lot, and I think. I, credit where credit is due. I mean, they won the league. Leonard Hamilton, he did a really good job. The one thing I would say with Tony Bennett, of all the top four, so of Florida State, Duke, Louisville, Virginia, the only team of those four that beat all three other teams was Virginia. Virginia beat Florida State. They beat Duke. They beat Louisville. That's what I'm saying, Florida, man. Florida State only played Duke once. They lost to Duke. Um, but that's – so I, I think that gives some credence to Tony. I mean, Tony's got like four of them already – three, four of them already. and got two national titles, so I don't think he's stressing over it. But I, my point is, and I don't know if you base an award off this, but if you give – Leonard Hamilton, this Virginia team, I don't think they sniff close to second. I would agree with you. Yeah, I Um, I would have voted Tony Bennett. I wonder what the votes came down to. I don't know, but um, I would have voted for Tony. But either way, love love me some Leonard. Leonard is great, so good for him. And Virginia, I mean, they've done a good job. They have, I think they've surpassed expectations. I had tempered expectations this year. I said I bet they'll they'll be fourth or fifth in the ACC, which they're like, they're tied for second. They got the two seed. They're basically, it's a tie there. They'd be fourth and fifth because my stance was they're just not going to lose to the bad teams. They're not like they probably won't beat as many good teams, but they're just not going to drop bad games. The surprise for me was they lost games to Boston College. They lost games to Syracuse and NC State at home, and they didn't. They lost at South Carolina at home, obviously outside of conference. I never would have expected. You tell me we're what going in that they would have ended the season on Duke Miami eight game winning streak, including yeah. Duke Louisville, like on the road at Pittsburgh, at Virginia Tech, at Miami, at North Carolina. Now, obviously, it's the bottom tier of the ACC. Yeah, but that's still they can't score. Like they they no, really no. they don't. I was looking at score. one of the one of the games back in November. They played Maine. It was forty six twenty six. Like good god. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I am a little shocked that Florida State won the regular season. Um, you know, I think Duke was probably the favorite. Obviously, I everybody wonder. thought Carolina was going to be much better than they are. But, I would like um, to see because how many they I, they it's a tw- this is the first time the ACC has gone a twenty a twenty game schedule. So they finished sixteen and four. The other three are fifteen and five. I want to see what like Virginia won it last year sixteen wins. Carolina had sixteen wins at, at an eighteen game schedule. Okay, the year before. Virginia at seventeen and one. Next closest team was thirteen and five. So massive gap. Seventeen though. Carolina won at fourteen and four. Then twelve and six. Twelve and six. Yeah, that's about right. Fourteen and four. So like fourteen of eighteen games seems like the mark. There's some like fifteen. Virginia was sixteen and two. Yeah. But like credit. I mean, Florida State won. 
16. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I guess that's like a mark that you'd expect. Yeah. If you get to 16 wins, you probably should win in a 20 game season. Yeah, that's it. But as much of the conference is down, they, I mean, what are their only, who did they lost? They lost to Virginia, Duke, Clemson, um, and Pittsburgh. That's yeah. what's crazy. Their yeah, first yeah, game yeah. of the season, this is what we talked about before the season it's started hard. with yeah, the ACC playing, the- playing their first game. Their first game of the season, they played at Pittsburgh, and they lost. It's so stupid. Started the season 0-1, 0-1 the conference. I remember talking like, about that. Like, this is going to be – yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. But that's what came down to. If Virginia was one game behind them. If that had come down a tie break, and it's because, hey, they lost at Pittsburgh the first the game of the first season. Game. Like, like, nobody knows who they are or what they're doing. So, yeah, I hate the concept of it. I mean, credit to Florida State. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're the best team. Like going into NCAA tournament, yeah, no. I wouldn't put like. But I, you said they're second in odds, in ACC tournament odds. Oh, okay, um, ACC tournament. I thought you meant NCAA. I was shocked. If you look at so right now, ACC standings. Obviously, you've got all these teams. There's probably four teams that are for sure going to make it: Virginia, yeah. Duke, Louisville, Florida State. Yeah. NC State should, um, and then I don't think anyone else Little will unless, unless someone else would make like a run to the championship, like Notre Dame or something. I can't see anyone else getting in. No, five, um, which is crazy. I'm actually which is I'm wild. looking forward to the ACC being better again. Of all I those, hate when they're not good. Of all those five teams, and like putting bias aside, is there one team that you think like is most has the best chance or most prime to make a Final Four? Louisville. Like, is there anyone I've, you're confident? Remember, I, we picked, I picked Louisville in my Final Four in the beginning of the year, and so I like I Louisville. even in the beginning of February when I was in Vegas, I was like, got I might em. put something. I'm sticking with them. I think they can figure out because I, th- I trust Chris Mack. Um, for me, Virginia, if they're a Sweet 16 team, that is an unbelievable season in my book. Because they're probably going to be and a 6 or a 7. That means they have to pull an upset in the second game. Listen, man, That's, yeah. you, we, we talk about like what what translates in the tournament, what's super important. And I think one of the most important things is can you impose your will yep. on another team? And they do that truly better than anyone in the country. Yeah. So like they're going to take a team and – it's going to be possession by possession. Yeah. Slow. I mean, you know how they play. And I'm so. sure when we talk next week, when the bracket's out, I'm sure we'll obviously have to break down the potential actual matchups. And there could be some teams that are a stylistic nightmare for them. Yeah. Like, but I do like it's it's there's the one thing. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, like defense travels and the way it's like they've been. They literally. I mean, now they have some new guys, but they've literally been there before. As recent as last year, they've been through the ring. They're in the tournament. They, they're experienced. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, if they make it Sweet 16, I'm happy. But I do. I have way more confidence in Louisville making a Final Four um, than Duke or or yeah, Florida State. I'm right there with you. And it's in Atlanta where they won it in 2013. So mm-hmm. little uh, little history uh, lesson there for you. Yeah. Um, anyway, no one I, else ACC that you're disappointed in or any, like that we thought of. No, it's just been weird. It's just it's been a weird, weird and down like, year, and like no, it's. It's 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 good at the Georgia top. Georgia Tech and then it actually drops so off. the fact that Georgia Tech finished eleven know, and nine in the brutal. conference is very impressive. And we should talk about. I mean, we might as well stay in the ACC, but they dropped their postseason appeal, which was like going on the entire season. Yep. So obviously, they're not taking part in the ACC tournament or any postseason tournaments. Um, it's just for one year, I believe, and then they're good next year. But yeah, um, they just took their lumps. They knew they're not making man. a tournament now. Take your lumps. So yeah. brutal. It's like yeah. he kind of finally won there, and now Do here we are. Do you keep Passner though? I think you kind of have to. Even with all the stuff surrounding the outside stuff, the not like... Because what has really come of it? I mean, yeah, they, they no, they got in trouble. But like... I it, just think it's a better... Like, but there, and we had this argument with like Wake Forest and Miami. And it's like, 
Who are you Georgia getting? Georgia Tech should be better. I know, but it is who, who are you getting? Who are you getting? But they should be better than what they are now. I Atlanta, agree, Georgia. The fact that Georgia Tech and Georgia, like, no one's even sniffing the NCAA tournament in, like, recent memory, yeah. it's kind of tough. With how good Georgia high school hoops are, Yeah, it's nuts. But. All right, let's go to the Big East. Um, three-way tie for the regular season. Creighton, Seton Hall, and Villanova. Um, just found out, Not well, not just, a couple hours ago, I guess maybe even late last night it was announced, but... Um, Creighton's point guard, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher his last name, but Marcus Zagorowski. Oh, yeah. So he's probably out. He, um, he got a, I missed He this. has a meniscus injury. Um, so this could be big for our uh, Georgetown Hoyas because if they can get by St. John's tomorrow night, let's go BOC, uh, they would face Creighton. So don't sleep now no, on the Ewings, baby. Dude, Come on. They almost knocked out Villanova on Saturday. I, I couldn't know. believe it. Uh, four with a minute to go. And the fact of the, what they're playing with, with half their team is basically off their roster. Ewing there, should like, get coach of the year for even just surviving this nonsense. I, the, oh, my only worry is that like the outside world that has been paying attention, not going to forget that like he didn't have half his team, but when you're like looking back, it's like, oh, well, Patrick Ewing, he struggled in uh, he struggled in, in 2018. They were mediocre. They haven't – they were – they didn't make the tournament in 19. Oh, they took a step back in 20. They've, they've performed a lot better than I thought they would after losing a Kenjo, after losing a few of the other guys. Yeah, and, it's, that, and it's seven, been a ton of distractions, guys, man. Yeah, yeah. even less. No, they didn't. I mean, they have they beat Butler on the road, which is obviously their, that was their last win. It was an unbelievable win for them. But mm-hmm. um, I would be really happy if they made some noise. Now, Creighton. I've only watched them a little bit. They jack threes from all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be interesting to see, obviously, if they don't have Zagrowski. Yeah. Um, that's sure. a massive, massive hit for them. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So we gotta, we can't talk about the Big East uh, if we don't talk about our Friars. What an absolute magical is the <laughs> only real word I can say. Can you pull up there, Ken yeah, we'll too? There, It's been an unbelievable run. Now, I the, remember talking... The losses to, they have are unfathomable. They're so bad. So I remember, go back to like January-ish. Yeah, so I remember talking... They won four in a row, and then that that was basically that was and their little mini four, run. But then they lost, lost Butler. Five. Yeah, and then lost Rod at five. And that was bad. But... I remember talking to them when they lost. I don't even yeah. think it was Rhode Island. I think it was probably back in November that Charleston, Charleston Long, Long Beach, Beach Penn, State. those three. They lost three in a row to Penn, oh. who's 141st in Ken Palm, Long Beach State, 298th, and Charleston, 170th. Their third game of the season, they beat. They lost to Northwestern, who's obviously bottom of the Big, uh, the big Ten, who's 128th. So they have. That. They had four losses in their first uh, eight games. Yeah, they started four and four, and then four of those losses were to teams that. all like above horrible, like 128. Like you schedule the- those teams for a reason. Yeah, so it was a horrible start. Everybody was chirping at Cooley. Everybody, three. the message boards were on fire. You lose I could. Rhode Island, I, I, you yeah, you lose. You then that's an emotional game. Obviously, rivalry game. But Rhode Island it's at smoked. that point was better than that. Smoked by 32 to Florida. Hor- like, yeah, that. That was bad. I think that's when I had a conversation with a couple people like, yo, what is going on in Friartown? Anyway, Cooley, I don't know what changed or what happened. And and even after that, like, yeah, they win four in a row, but then they kind of up and down. And then all of a sudden, February 15th, they rattle off Seton Hall, Georgetown, Marquette, Villanova, Xavier, and DePaul just this past Saturday to basically solidify them. I mean, they're in. They're definitely in. They're in. And Bragatology has them at right now. Um, ESPN has them at... 
Where am I from? Oh, Duke Belmont. Providence yes. as a seven seed against it's Arizona State. Un- but dude. And then they would play for in this. They have the salary against Florida State. They could beat Florida State. I, can I see mean, them like, could you imagine this year? And it's just so funny. That's why like all the overreactions early in the season Alpha are Diallo, just so David stupid. Duke, Pipkins, Malik White. Everybody's hooping right now. It's unbelievable. Is he now? And I, you, this, you might be biased too because you work for him. Yeah, of course I am. But and I don't even know if you can say he's underrated because they literally. I mean, they tried to hire him in Michigan. Um, is he? The most underrated or a top five most underrated no. coach in college basketball? Because I think if you're a casual fan, you don't know as much about that. If you care a lot about college basketball, you know he's a great coach, I think, at this point. Yeah, but you, I I, I'm not I ready to say he's underrated. I think he's properly rated. Okay. Um, I think he people who are in the know get it. And yeah. I think to your point, yeah. like, yeah, the casual basketball fan. But again, I think that also goes to the point of like, Providence hasn't always been a power. Yeah, they've been good in the past yeah. and stuff, but they're not like a um, no. That, that's more so it's, massive program. It's more that the so whole like the job knows. that he's yeah. in. I think yeah. more so the job that he's in. Compared now, don't to, get if he goes to Michigan and has some success. Like all of a sudden, it's yeah. People it's, are okay. talking like he's the greatest coach because ever. you yeah. can go up to a casual sports fan and you say Ed Cooley and they're like, oh, Michigan. If you say that, they might have to think a little bit. Yeah. School. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patch on the bald patch. On yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the top. That's what people know. Well, people, yeah, I know. It's the first Google. Slim down. Yeah, yeah. you got the Shout out Cooley. Shout out Cools, baby. Um, all right, so I don't know what the hell. The Big East Tournament, I'll be there at least one day this week. So we'll be, it should in. be fun. Yeah, um, you know, coronavirus ain't stopping us. We're going. So what is, let's see the bracket. Is that, so the bracket is, Nova is the, who's, who's the one, Creighton? Um, Seton, let's no. check out because yeah. I like Seton Hall in this. Seton Hall matches up against Villanova, I think, on that side of the bracket. So the eight nine obviously is tomorrow. Georgetown St. John's. Uh, the seven ten is go. Xavier yeah. DePaul. Creighton is the number one. Nova is the number two. Seton Hall Marquette's going to be a bloodbath, and then Providence Butler. So, you know, I don't think Providence gets by gets by Butler. Uh, I actually do think they lose that, but in all honesty, they're in anyway, so yeah. it shouldn't be that big a deal. I don't know. I can see Miles Powell having a little like Kimba esque type, yeah, little type run, run. Low run. Um, Villanova. I honestly, I've I got to the point before the Georgetown game where I'm like, hey, Villanova is going to go to the Final Four. Like they're just they're not like I they know. don't have the star power. They glut, like they shoot the ball well. They play great defense, and then and they just they went up. They were up like twenty to four against Georgetown, and I'm like, oh, these guys are ready. They're ready. and then, but now I think like I think Seton Hall. Can maybe beat them. I think they could win out, win the win the tournament, which would be awesome for them, especially with Miles Powell and what he's meant to that program. Uh, yeah. um, to win it like close to in the Garden, and obviously they won it a few years ago. I think they beat they beat Nova in the championship or something like that. I think yeah, like two, yeah, three years ago, but, um, Surprise run. I'd probably pick Seton Hall if I uh, to win it. To win it, that'd be my. pick. I think I'm gonna stick with Nova. Not I, bad. I, I would I mean, go crazy. I think it's gonna be one of the two of those, but yeah. I uh, would love to see Georgetown get a win and, and keep moving on. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, either way, go Friars. Let's move on to the Big Ten. Um, similar situation here. Three-way tie at the top. Michigan Everyone State, Wisconsin. Yeah, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Maryland. Um, Wisconsin has been such a weird team for me this year. Like the first half of the year, I didn't pay them any attention, and then they just they continued to win games in the Big Ten. They until Kobe King left the team, they really weren't that. They were just like an average Wisconsin team. Yeah, and whether it's him leaving or them figuring something out, like credit to Greg Gard. But I mean, they haven't lost their last loss. They got smoked by Minnesota February fifth, but since February 9th on. They won. They beat Ohio State at Nebraska, Purdue, Rutgers at Michigan, Minnesota Northwestern at home at Indiana. 
obviously have rolled through ever since. Yeah. I don't think they're the best team. No, but, I don't like but, but they do – they shoot the ball well. Um, they play good defense as they historically have. I don't trust them. They might get overseeded. Um, yeah, I can I see them will. as being prime. But, um, I still like Maryland. And I think and I think we're we're doing the classic thing that we do uh, with Izzo. I you know I don't I don't remember who was tweeting it, Norland or Goodman or one of these dudes. Um, that it's March and uh, yeah. Izzo has a senior point guard and a double double big, yeah. and it's like, are they gonna make another elite eight run that and no one sees coming? Yeah. Is that are we prime for that? It you know what I mean? And like could be I I. I Dude, this here's Xavier the thing. Tillman's playing unbelievable defense. Yes. Rocket Watts, like you have a little bit, like you have a couple guards there that can kind of play off each other. You don't have it's not just Cassius. Like Rocket Watts no, can yeah. get you something. Yeah. Um you'd like to see a little bit more for the other like, but I mean this is it's like a it's like the UConn team, like with Kimball, honestly, where they play good defense. You have a guard that can go get you points. And then what do we say every year? And we'll say this probably a million times next week once the bracket's out. To win a national championship, and this is obviously we're just talking Big Ten tournament right now. But was it top? I think this stat is top twenty or top twenty-five. I think it's actually 10? less. I think it's top, top fifteen 10. or top. T- I don't think uh, it's top ten. It's got to be, right. be top fifteen. Well, Michigan State tenth in offensive efficiency, thirteenth in defense efficiency. They do both si- play both sides of the ball incredibly well. Yeah. Um, the yeah. only they they don't cause a lot of turnover, which is three hundred thirty first in defense turnover percentage, which is interesting. They don't pressure a ton, but um, they have the third best effective field goal percentage. So they just lock up dudes. Don't let you get good looks. Not going to turn you over, but you're not yeah, getting. Yeah, just yeah. You won't score a lot. Yeah, yeah. The Big Ten has been, uh, I would think, unanimously the best league this year. I think so. I, I think so. I think probably. Followed by the Big East? I think the Big East is most exciting to watch. It's one of those two, right? Yeah, it's one of those two. I think Big East is most exciting to watch because I think top to bottom, every team outside of DePaul can beat each other within the Big East. Whereas the Big Ten, you you could say that. Like Minnesota, I was like, beat Maryland. No, they should have beat Maryland. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have beat Maryland. (laughs) Northwestern, Nebraska, those teams just aren't competing. And there's some you can like pencil in. Um, where I thought the Big East was a little bit more of a free-for-all. But you have – I think Michigan State's really good. I like Maryland. Um, Ohio State's come on as of late. They're playing a lot better. The one thing I do want to – did you watch – and I have a – I actually have an issue with this. Did you watch end of Michigan State, Ohio State, and what happened? For senior night? Yes. Well, no, like Uh, going into senior – like the last two minutes of the game. I watched a little bit of the game. I don't know The last two minutes of the game. So it was basically – Tom Izzo decided we're gonna have curtain calls for all seniors, and which I'm fine at with. At Ohio State? No, it was at Michigan State. Uh, so it was at oh Michigan no, State. then I did not see this. So game this at is all. so to lay, to lay it out. First of all, Michigan State they don't do senior night beforehand; they do it afterwards. So they already have this big ceremony planned. Their jerseys, all these different okay. things. They're up like 15, 20, 15, 14 points at that That's point. That's a ballsy thing to do because if you lose, it's brutal. No, so they they're up a lot. Um, Obviously, Cassius Winston probably meant as much to that team or at that school, that, that program, program, as like yeah. anyone. He took him to Final as Four much last as year, anybody. probably since like Mateen Cleaves. You think about it, from an individual player standpoint. Yeah. Um, and so, and obviously, what he's gone through losing his brother this year, Jermaine all these different Green, things. Come, you know, yeah. all those dudes. So, like, obviously, you have this big ceremony already planned. It's probably like a minute left or whatever. Izzo starts doing the thing. He's like, where he starts pulling guys. Timeout. Call, he calls out, or he yeah goes out Just and like out, a, but. Not only, not only does he not just do it all of them at once or just like, hey, do the first group of seniors and then Cassius. He does them one by one. 
every dead ball. They each go and kiss the logo at center court on a lay down, kiss the court, like games are still going on. And then before even taking cash, Aaron's or Aaron's or Arns, yeah, Arns, I guess you pronounce it, whose brother is on Ohio State. This dude is oh, some balls on him. He calls timeout. You think it's just to like bring a dude in. You know, he brings them over to the side. He brings them in, calls one four flat, just puts all four guys and lets Arns let Arns go one on one against his brother. <gasps> Literally just one on one with like. Do you 50 think he told left. Holman this before? No, because I don't think Holman was happy with any of this stuff uh. afterwards. Because he lets him now shout to the the younger arms at Ohio State. He locked him up. He literally had to stop his dribble, I pass it, and get it back. I would the shit out of my brother. And like, before. but it was literally send four guys to the baseline, one on one, top of the key. Go beat your brother on your senior night. Oh, and then, I kind of love it though. I do, but I'm then, sorry. but then he subs him out. He kisses it. Then he subs the Cash kissing out. of the court. He kisses it. It honestly was such an or- it was such an ordeal. Seriously, it was such an ordeal. And then they had the ceremony after. I want to see if Holtman said anything. Um, yeah, that'd be because interesting. Because it was. I mean, I don't it's know if too many people. Uh, oh, here we go. Two days ago, the title from the Detroit Detroit Sports Ohio State Chris, coach Chris Holtman gets, gets panties, panties in a bunch. In a bunch. I want to. I just oh, need a quote. But that's a that's a news article. I think it's just like a random ass a random. Site. Oh, Detroit Sports Nation. Tom Izzo apologized. Oh, oh all right. So here wow. we are. So we're just on. Corner Ports told me, um, following the game, Izzo apologized. Kissing the logo, but it's a big deal at MSU. Holtman did not did look like he wasn't enjoying the drawn-out process at the end of the game. Uh, so there's no quotes here. I guess I don't know if he said anything. But you could tell. I, it was to the point where I'm all happy. Hey, take your guys. Do your, t- yeah, do enjoy your guys your time. out. But it but was so excessive. You, you do it together. You know what I mean? You take everybody out. Maybe, maybe you leave your best player. Fine, you want to give Cash's its own spotlight, fine. Here he goes. He took his quote, they should do that after the game. You're poorly told a ref uh, in terms of their tradition of, like, kissing the court. Um, and he said, even if they lose, they do that. Blah, blah. Like, if Ohio State had won, it would have been really awkward. But this is every – they did this for every single kid. They all went down. They all kissed the floor. They all made it a huge ordeal. It was like Ohio State was like, we've lost this game. Let's get let's get out of here. Like, let's, let's go. But um, I don't know. It's just – Fucking, I mean, kissing the court's insane. All right, well, fucking. This, this video itself is 50 seconds long. It's just a cash is just kissing the court. Yeah, it's a little excessive. It's a little excessive. And he brings his son in. He brings his son in to is over to take little cash. They're wearing the classics. Um, yeah, it's just. I, I didn't see this at all. And still, we're still going as we're talking. He's daps. He daps up every single player on the court. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's honestly like it was like a walk away from the NBA like retirement game. Like he's he's just waving. And then you go wait. Wait for it, wait for it. He's just standing on the court at this point. Untuck the jersey, lay down, kiss the court. That's These dudes much. are waiting to shoot free throws. That's too much. And the ref's holding the ball, waiting for him. Yeah, if I'm holding it, I'm like, yo, give me, let's go. That's Cassius Winston by himself taking 40 seconds before he gets to Izzo. And the they go hug, the big old hug. Did that for all their seniors, so... All right, well, that's Big Ten life. Um, the other ones are actually relatively simple, not nearly as complicated. The Big 12, of course, Kansas wins again. SEC, Kentucky, yay, um, and Pac-12, Oregon. Going back to the Big 12, it's basically, be t- I mean, do you like Baylor or Kansas? Kansas is the number one seed in the Baylor tournament. Right now. I also think, Unanimous. I think I think people are too high on Kansas, but I, I don't also like don't Kansas. I I, I I know I'm crazy, and people are like, they have what like you? They're like six to one odds to win thing right now. I, I just think I they just, have two good players. Am I, I don't know. Am I, I think I, they I, can be. They haven't been beaten since January 11th. I know. But they also I, like this, the numbers and the stat. I mean, the number one team in the like. I know everything is stacked against me. I just don't like them. 
I, I'm sorry. Maybe it's just because it's Kansas and it's happened. This is we've seen this movie before. Pat. I know. We've seen yeah. this movie before. I know. He's got to win another for me to not say that. Um, yeah. I mean, I you. So why don't you like Baylor? I think I like Baylor more than I like Kansas. Uh, so for me, with Baylor, I've watched. Butler, I, Mitchell, I, maybe it's because I've Alexi. watched it a little bit more. I know they've had, a, they've, had a, they've had a very weird TCO, ending. It's this weird, like, for if me, it, yeah, I think they don't. So if you look at their offensive numbers, they're, two, they're 255th in two-point percentage. Three-point percentage, they rely. Like, their offense, somehow they have the 18th best offense. But I think in large part, they have the eighth or the 35.7% offensive rebound percentage. So they get a ton of second chance buckets. Yeah. If you get a team that's just very disciplined, it's going to buy, it's not giving up these boards and stuff, there, I think you can cut them down scoring wise. And if you can score against them, um, they give up a lot of offensive rebounds on the opposite side. They're 261st in giving up like, a defensive offensive rebound percentage. So I think there's a couple of, I don't say, just flaws naturally there where they don't they don't score that easily um, compared to I think some other other teams can and I don't know and I think part of it's just the name across I don't trust Baylor but um, what are they three they're two and five or two and three in their last five so uh, it's not going great right now but 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 you never know we'll see Um, I think I mean in that conference Texas Tech will or Texas Tech will get in I honestly think they could Get hot and beat some teams. Um, I like Texas Tech. I don't you trust think West Virginia. Is going to get in? I don't, I don't like them at all either. But they're twenty-one in. and ten right now, bracketology wise. Where is the, where is the, where do we have them? Uh, West Virginia, West Virginia, West Virginia. Oh. Seven seed. Oh my! God. I don't trust them. I don't trust them at all. Yeah, I, I don't really trust don't. them either. Uh, right, we've got a game on Roy Williams hugging people. Here we go. Don't coronavirus. Don't worry about old Dude. Roy. And you know what we were talking about last week with Roy? Is he always wear like triple XL jackets? Oh like my he gosh. like does doesn't have a tailor. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude makes millions. Uh, whatever. So that's Roy. Um, we got to talk about the Pac-12, man. They're gonna get seven teams in this tournament, and we haven't talked about the Pac-12 like at all. Uh, besides Are Oregon, they, we and did Pey- early in the season. Early in the season, they got hot. They started out hot like early. And Peyton Pritchard gets Player of the Year, which he deserves. The fact that UCLA won the Pac-12. Or no, no Oregon. So Oregon won. UCLA came in second. Yes, uh, dude. Sh- I mean, you, if nutty. you would have told me UCLA came in second when they hired Mick Cronin, you, you and I would have looked at each other like, "There's no UCLA, way." UCLA. I mean, not that he was playing for them, but it was like once Sharif O'Neal transferred, they just went on this Crazy. hot streak, and they just. Um, I mean, at what point were they? They were eight and nine, one and three in the Pac-12 on January fifteenth. Um, as late as February sixth, they were twelve and eleven, five and five in conference. They finished 19 and 12 and 12 and 6. Um, and they have some good wins. I mean, they beat Arizona and Arizona State at home. They won at Colorado, which is incredibly impressive. That was the one that really surprised me. I'm like, all right, these guys might be legit. Um, There's been a lot of these teams that have been like hey, Providence won, UCLA, where they're like just kind of stuck in this abyss, and then all of a sudden they rattle off eight or nine, and it's yeah. like, holy shit. Um, which the thing that's tough for me, honestly, the fact that Washington came in last in that conference, and I had as soon as, and that's the exact opposite. As soon as Washington lost Quad A Green, they just bottomed out. Yeah, they were yeah. ten and two going into that's the. A tough. They were ten and two basically going into conference, but they had one game against Houston coming up, so ten and three, and then they just went five, even after winning their last two games on the road at Arizona and Arizona State, they finished five and thirteen. So you take those out, they were three and thirteen from then on. Just. How many did they lose in a row? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in a row. Mm. 
and they're a talented team. I mean, they have Isaiah Stewart, Jaden McDaniels, Naz Carter. Like, they're very good players. Yep. But as soon as they lost Quad A Green, it was just no shot. Yep. But uh, I don't know. Pac-12. Uh, I'm ready. All right. So uh, we talked is about this. Is it a this. product of them just all not being good and just like I just think all college better, basketball isn't good. It's no. like the perfect year for the Pac-12 to get seven teams. That's that's my. I like Oregon. I think Oregon can make it. Yeah, I like Oregon. I think they could. Colorado, same a Final Four team, but I love Peyton Pritchard. And my big thing is guard play in March. I mean, they're they've won one. They've won four in a row, six of their last seven. Um, They have, I think, probably one of the top players. I think he's a first team All American in my book. Um, But and he's been. I mean, what? He's a senior. He literally went to a Final Four his freshman year. Um, He's about as good as it gets. I mean, in terms of this. It's a beast. It's close. So, big Oregon, cat, big Oregon's, cat would Oregon's say. yeah, Oregon's the team I think that, and for me that I think can go the farthest. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we were talking before we started recording, but I'm making a statement, and then you can argue. But the regular season title means absolutely nothing. So I, you can hang a banner, but the tournament means everything. So here's my here's my big reason. If the regular season was super important, then it would have an implication on the NCAA tournament. The ter- the, your, see- your actual tournament means everything because you can go over 20 in the ACC and win the ACC tournament and you're in. So And you are the ACC tournament champion. The regular yes, season's no, like, okay, you, you won the most games. Yeah. Sweet. I'm not saying you shouldn't be no, rewarded I, or shouldn't be saying, recognized. You're saying it, it means nothing in terms of like – your seed going in, or just like, I I just don't think it's important. So and I think I think if you asked me this question fifteen to twenty years ago when I was like growing up, like not twenty is yeah. too much, but fifteen years ago, I'd be like, no, it's super important. Like you win the most games, you're the you're the you're the yeah. champion. And I actually would have switched. Like, who cares about the tournament? Yeah, I I would have swapped my answers. But now my, it's like, uh I don't care. To play devil's advocate, my yes. argument to that is Michigan State, Kansas. Michigan State hasn't won a championship since 2000. Yeah. Yet, they are like a perennial, you would consider them a perennial like top college basketball team. Of course. Because of, I I mean, obviously they've made like Final Four, they've made other Final Fours, but they're consistently at the top regular season Big Ten. Same with Kansas, they win every single year. Uh, yeah, I mean, Virginia's at the top, and like even when they did, like, so I think for the health of a program and what you're able to say, hey, to a recruit every single year. Yeah. We're winning conference championships. You're getting these kids. It builds. Now, Grant, at the end of the day, like, I know as well as anybody, Virginia had no validation in terms of casual sports fans until they actually won last year. It's yeah. like, oh, you can win all these games, but, like, if you're losing to 16 seeds, what does that matter? Yeah. I agree. I think I think there's a, a mixture of both, and you have, like, you use your consistency to build to get you there, but I agree. I think... Yeah, the tournament it can be fluky at times, and I think there's but but it also it, it's also the most exciting thing I think we have in sports, and that's why yeah, I love college I, basketball more than anything because it does. It's, I mean, it's like you build, you build, you build. It's different than college football where it's one game takes you out of it. Yeah, exactly. Where, which I do like it's in college basketball, different. but <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because Virginia's built for like a regular season type um, approach, but yeah. That's, yeah, I, that that's my thing. I don't think the regular season means much. I don't think people put – I think people put too much emphasis on it, and it's really all about the tournament. That's my opinion. It'll be interesting. My thing is, do you think – what do you think about conference? Like, do you think – and I, you might probably already stay in this. You think – would you rather win your conference regular season 
have a better resume than or would you rather be and like, lose early in the conference lose, tournament losing like the conference semis or be like the four seed in your conference and then win the conference tournament and be hot going into March that always really? I would so much rather I'm the I, I I'm disagree the so much about the tired like oh we lost and we thing. and we get a break nah man more reps more wins. I'm all that. See, Win the, the ACC opposite. tournament. Two years ago, they won the ACC tournament, and then they lost UMBC. Last year, they yep. lost in the semis, and then refocus. Yeah, I don't, know if it, for, I don't think it's a tired thing for me. I don't know if it's a it's a refocus or it's just if like it's fuck a, it. That's over. It's like playing. hey, like a wake up call type thing. I don't know because I. It's so weird because we say you want to be playing your best basketball at the best like at the time, right point the in right time, time, and you yeah. want to peak. You don't want to peak too early. Yeah, but it's also like. You don't want to like have your flaws exposed, like lose, and then thinking, "Oh, well, is I've it, always let, I've always said it's, it's a always, double-edged. It's like, oh man, we lost, and like that's a good loss. We're done. We get like an extra couple of days. It's like, eh, I don't know, man. I it, to me, it's like you're you're just it's iron sharpening iron. You're just getting better to yeah, me. If you're playing more games, you have more reps, you have more practice opportunities. It's, to me, it's just. It's just better. I want to see the Villanova team. So what? Villanova won in seventeen, eight, eighteen, 18. And sixteen. Yeah, so yeah, eighteen, yeah, they win the eighteen. They won the Big East tournament. Yeah, they basically just. This would be a good study. They ran to do. out, and then sixteen, they went. They lost to Seton Hall in the Big East tournament, and then won that way. So you've got both uh, both sides. Of yeah, it. and I'm Virginia, sure it's I'm like relatively it. split down the middle, and it's probably UNC I don't know. in twenty seven. That would be that would be interesting to see. Of like, and let's look at the only other one I can think of off the top of my head, and like the last four years, North Carolina, twenty. Geez, all that all those losses this year. It's tough. They lost to Duke in the yep. second round of the or semis, and then won it, and then they won it um, over oh, Gonzaga. Yeah, so, that was tough. Yeah, I don't know. It's either way, and then but then obviously, yeah, Virginia. It's I think it's like fifty fifty. So I don't. I think it's just every individual team. You gotta take it for what it is. All right. Speaking well, of North Carolina, the top, the fourteen, the fourteen seed in the ACC with the three to start off. The hey game. man, get your brooms out, Tar Heel fans. Oh, so good. First time Duke has swept them since twenty fifteen. This has to be the most attended first night of the ACC tournament by. Hands down. Yeah, without You can't pay people to usually come to these games. Now you've got North Carolina playing in Greensboro at 7 o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's packed. With the fans thinking they can make a run because Cole Anthony had to say no he one is, wants to see him. He is right so now. good. Um, no one wants to see him right now. All right, the last thing, the last actual like team we'll probably talk about before yeah. we get into a bunch of other stuff is Dayton. I am not sold on Dayton. I'm still not sold. I'm sorry, Donaher. Come on and argue. Um, here's here the here's the thing. Dayton's number two offensively on Kempom and fiftieth defensively. Ooh. So already, I, I, you know, I don't I don't trust them. I don't think they've beaten anybody of substance besides a couple wins. Please please let's name their best win. Kempom wise, their best win is St. Mary's at thirty six. Their Lord. next best win is. St. Louis at 62. Good Lord. VCU 73. Oh, there's, yeah, it's, it's the A-10 teams. Outside of the A-10, their best non-conference. They lost Georgia? Colorado. They no. lost to Kansas. In over, they lost both. To be fair, the two losses they have are both in overtime to Colorado and Kansas on neutral courts. But their uh, next yeah. best non-conference was St. Mary's and then Virginia Tech, North, North Texas. So like, I'm ready to eat my words in, in two weeks when they're in the fucking Elite Eight, but right now I just don't believe in them. They're fun to watch, but yes. I, they also OB seem top, like the team so that like, everyone's going to get behind yep. and then they're going to get cr- – like yep. it's going to be that emotional you see them coming up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, here's my here's like my Point big Garden thing is I'm ready to make an absurd statement. I think because this year is so weird and it's and it's gonna be chalky. It's no, I don't think that. I think Gonzaga wins it. Wow. I, I, ju- I this is like perfect. Night. It's like if who I, who you, what big blue blood are you gonna lose to in the final? Like, dude, they're all who? they're big. They should like go ahead. Uh, I do it. I think Gonzaga wins it this I year. I do. Like, I watched him last night, and they actually had a really close game against San Francisco. But I do. Yes, like I know, they, which was so surprising. I like the way their team is made up. Um, I love Killian Tilly. I love Drew Timmy. But they, and I don't know. I mean, I th- yeah, the West Coast. Oh man! I think I don't want to say they've. I think they've been. I don't want to say been tested more than Dayton, but like they play Saint. They played Saint Mary's twice. They'll play them a third time tonight. They put San Francisco. BYU is legit this year. BYU is thirteenth in Ken Palm. Are you kidding me, uh, dude? How many I didn't even know that. One, actually, one, two, three, Just four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. nine they had won row nine in a row and lost on basically a buzzer beater to Saint Mary's last night. Yeah. Like, um, so like good for the West Coast Conference, good for them. Um, but I don't know. That's on my end. I don't. We've I got Gonzaga winning it as of now. As of now, before we'll, the, obviously you know, next week we'll have our big like our bracket. Then we'll picks. then we'll come out. I'm Where are they looking. at? In they're number two. Let's go. You don't think anyone from the American like Houston? Anybody no. outside? Nothing. No. Look at that, Minnesota. I think my final four. Kempom, Here we go. Before we even get the bracket, scroll up one more time. In my final four, I got Gonzaga. I gotta go Louisville. Um, I'm gonna go Maryland and Nova without even knowing. Now these two, that that may not even make sense in a week or two. But those you said are my Maryland and I got Gonzaga, Maryland. Yeah, yeah. Pick four teams off the top of your head. Louisville. They're probably gonna be too close. And Villanova. If I go four off the top four of my head right now, yeah, it's tough. Duke. I mean, go. Oh, like let's go. <laughs> I'm going to go Duke and Louisville. All right. Two ACCs. I'm going to go. Yeah, they won't be in the same bracket. Um, But see, this is it's weird because I'm, I'm picking this not based off like because they probably. We don't know. They could the be in the region. same bracket and we'll I would Duke say over. Duke, Louisville, Maryland, Villanova. All right. Those so we are got my two. Four. We got two of the two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which I would absolutely hate to see. Literally, Maryland. I hate Maryland as I know, much you as hate anybody. Them. I know. Mediocre Mark. I'm just, I'm always saying that to just double jinx them and just like mediocre Mark bow out in the second round like always. But um, speaking of that, um, we talk some coaches. Yeah, we got to talk a, a couple things. Um, so Jimmy Patsos and Sienna gets well, not Sienna, but Jimmy Patsos gets a three year show cause, um, and finally Sienna gets and then Carm just. Yeah, and Carm's crushing it. Crushing Shout out to Carm. Yeah. Um, and basically, it was for playing uh, or practicing with an ineligible player. And then I forget what the second bullet point was, but I remember seeing it on Twitter and being like, "That's not that big a deal." Like, yeah. I don't know what ineligible means. Does that mean it was a transfer? He's not allowed to play. Does that mean the kid had bad grade? Did, what? 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 Why was he ineligible? I don't know. Um, you know, I don't think this is major news because he's so working Sienna, for Under Armour anyway. Get hit with though, like what's the? Because it says NCAA punches Sienna. I know he got. Yeah, I was just reading play. about him. So pull that up and we can look into um, it because I don't. Three um, year probation and a five thousand dollar fine for NCAA investigation for under former. Um, impermissible benefits including payment to players. Gave cash to student athletes in the locker room after several games over the final three years. Yeah, he see, served, this I did not read. Anywhere from sixty to a hundred dollars or more. Camisa did not seek guidance from the school's compliance staff. Acknowledged some of the violations um, during the probation. Sienna must disassociate itself with an unnamed yeah, booster who donor, interfered yeah, with the probe. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so and there are some other things that are out with like Jimmy Patsos. We I know we talked about before, just in terms of like his treat. And he got fired. Basically, his treatment of manager they used to like get him yeah, kind of out of the band. That was he didn't kind go of on his... to AD and like. Yeah. Always something that it's odd with that. The one thing I will bring up, kind of off topic with that, but you say with ineligible, the one thing I think other guys being hit with is using like extra coaches on the court, which is like such oh, a like weird, the like, guy or yeah. Like I mean, like, so Matt Brady, the old JMU coach, yeah. he was suspended because he's technically like in an ops role at Maryland. I think it was last year, like the first seven, eight games a year, because he was technically coaching. Yeah, but. If you look at these stats, you can't tell me you look at these stats, no, you look you, at these special assistant to head coaches, ops guys that are former coaches that are brought in for their wisdom and their knowledge. You can't tell me that they aren't all coaching in some degree. No, you're 100% right. And all it all it depends on is if you have a good relationship with your compliance department. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time they just look the other way because who cares? Yeah. Um, but then obviously they do. So it's like. So I think when Brady you were with under with Gross, so Morris was your GA. Morris was just refing. Morris didn't get in. Yeah, he didn't do with it. With me, Foose though. Oh no, Foose didn't. Foose kept it pretty tight. Yeah, because he then, did. Because then he, that's what it was a big transition. He did. For me, the one job. that was a hard one to toe the line with, shout my God, Dante Jackson at Xavier. He like it was hard for him not to because he's refing with Morris with a whistle. Yeah, he's coming off plane. He's obviously want to get the dude's an assistant at Xavier now. Like as yeah. a young like thirty year old guy. Very smart. Very get good. him on the pod. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get him. Hopefully they can get this done for us. But they – the biggest thing for him is you – it's hard to not – like if you see yeah, something yeah. on the coach, you're <laughs> You're going to say something. And so that's that's when I hate – like I've seen – there's a couple punishments recently. I forget where it was that was using extra coaches and um, – that I think yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. Weird, it's that's so a weird – that's a weird – because when we talk about these punishments, these probations, it's, it's, it's really odd. But it's so that's stupid. one that comes to mind with me is like it's – I get you have to lay groundwork because you can't just let the teams that can pay a million staffers like let them do what they do. Yeah. They do, but to turn a blind eye and not realizing that this is happening across the board, yep. it's pretty excessive. Um, all right, real quick, one other thing that I just saw um, somebody send it to me: coaches during the NCAA time or NCAA tournament will be interviewed at the under twelve and under eight minute timeout in the second half. Bet the house that Coach K does not do this. Who's the? He doesn't even do the halftime interview. You think you're pulling him out of a huddle? Who's the first coach outside? So outside Coach K, who's the first coach that comes to your your mind that there's going to be like a viral moment of them being super short or super? No, I think he like like he like yeah he does love that. Um, I've got one in mind, and I think I'm hoping you you go. No, I'm hoping you think of the same person. I want to hear be super short or just be like, why are you asking? Like, no, I want to get back to my team. Uh, I don't have time for this. Like, or just be like, we're, we gotta make shots. Izzo? No. no. A little less high profile than him. Same conference. First person comes to my mind. Juana, oh no. Um, not Holtman. Mm-mm. Uh, Maryland. Doesn't Rutgers. really treat his managers very well. All right, Fran McCaffrey? <laughs> Let's go. Got there. That's <laughs> real, too. I really Fran, wasn't looking at I can just see Fran McCaffrey. You just needed just to tell be, me about the like, match. They're under eight minute media timeout. They're down like six or seven. Yeah. I don't have time. We're, not, we're, like, we're playing no, bad because no, we're playing no, bad. Like, oh, we're playing bad. No, let, me get like let me get to my team. He's going to do a pop. Give me the board. Give me the board. Yeah, so that's just stupid. I mean, I don't, I don't know who decided that was an, even an idea, let alone a good idea. I mean, I, I don't know. The fans, I'm sure it'll be cool for the fans for the ones that speak. But it's like I hate those interviews. It's so, I don't like it's watching terrible. them. Terrible. They're I mean, just giving like, canned answers. They're, it's yeah. the same thing the whole time. It, it's I hate them. 
And like, if are they going to do both? Because like, what if a team's down like twenty points? Well, maybe it's oppo. So they'll do like you know, if it's uh, Virginia versus Texas Tech, I don't know. Yeah. They'll do Virginia under the twelve and Texas Tech under the eight. Yeah, but what I if assume. Virginia's down by twenty points at the under twelve? And it's like Tony. How do you get back into this? I would just do it. You like, do what Coach K does. Send an just, assistant. You know, I don't know how he gets to, away with yeah. it, but it's amazing. Yeah, um, all right. I don't. I think I'm missing some. You may have to clarify, but um, some open jobs already. Wyoming, uh, Air Force, James Madison, Loyola Marymount, and SEMO, Southeast Missouri State. Or I'm sorry, um, Southeast Missouri. Um, I, the only one out of there – I mean we've talked about James Madison. Um, you that know, was – I. And no disrespect to Lewis Rowe um, because he's an alum that loves that school. He's yeah. one of the best players in school history. Poured his heart and soul. He was not. He was a third assistant at Bowling Green, taking into a head coaching job without the experience. I said from the day he was hired, he'll go four years. He'll be less than mediocre. They open up a new arena. He'll be a placeholder. He'll be the guy no, to drum no, up the good the memories of the Lefty Giselle area and that four while they that. raise money. And then at the time they go in this new arena. You put your you put your money down. You hire a big time coach to say, "Hey, we've got a new guy, a new arena. We're coming for the conference." That's it's, it. To a T. So I, I'm not surprised. I do feel bad. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was going to work out. I wish the best for him in the future. But they need. They he was only he was making two hundred ten thousand dollars. Mm. You can Jeff like John Gross was making more than that in 2013 at Ohio mm-hmm. University. JMU has way more resources. Way, way more. more. It was just I it was like an, an agreed upon thing. Like hey, I think man. whoever you're offering, you start minimum five hundred thousand and you go from there. Like you, if you want to be serious about competing, yeah, which they should. It's a winnable conference. You don't have George Mason and VCU in there anymore. ODU and yeah, it used to be tough. You used to be like, okay, we're we're fine being the bomb. We're not going to be those schools. Yeah, you can. You can beat your Elons and the Delawares. Sorry, Danny. Oh, tough last night. Go Blue Fucking Hands. I had you. Um, all right. Well, either way, we'll keep an eye on the coaching carousel. I'm sure uh, things are going to open up here in the next week or two. Um, but other than that, man, that was a good recap. A lot of I mean, a lot, lot, lot of voice here. Yeah, a lot of stuff to go over. Obviously, we are approaching. Um, king content time for college basketball so we'll be laying out a bunch of podcasts over the next month or so um as always go duke and we'll catch you i don't know maybe later this week or early next week yeah Probably. well bracket will come out sunday I don't know yeah so we'll put maybe it, we'll so do a we'll sunday do like life. sunday night or monday yeah we'll do uh put, yeah, our, maybe thoughts, we'll do put our thoughts together yeah bracket do from maybe there sunday and, night uh, bracket life and uh hope hope to uh to keep pumping some more stuff out for you guys all right well until next time keep the ball bouncing deuces lately i've been feeling like this is what i've been working towards if you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for certain doors are closed but now they opening up celebrating with some shots maybe poke on a couple slush rustles up next and i got this crazy like britney and the love so toxic got a wall up i'm trying to infiltrate a conscious taking 12 shots like where the cops is come on